0: Alright, we are back. Fresh episode of the Call to Arms podcast. We are recording from the Gatorade studio as usual and today we have a special guest with us. He'll talk about how joyful of a person he is. He is truly one of the most warm, most welcoming people I've ever met in all my days working in basketball. Uh, He's one of the funniest, best people to be around Period Um, He'll talk about the promise he made me That was so obviously a lie But it took me a couple of years to figure out that was a lie And he talks about some of the Quote-unquote fights He's been part of His days with the national team His thoughts on this current iteration of the national team And pretty much anything and everything in between One of the hardest working people we've ever had in the PBA And one of the best people to ever have on a podcast And you'll see why in a second The daredevil, Jared Dillinger, is on the pod Let's not keep you guys waiting any longer My name is Nico Ramos And this is the Call to Arms Podcast
1: Something going on around the island. Money flowing I've been promised Just another vacuum in the tropics Taking over to stop this novice. Make it I'm finna conquer. I'm a dreamer. The floor is lava. going on around the island. fire when we vibe and promise.
0: The Daredevil is on the podcast. The promise breaker, and I'll say more about that in a little bit. But the one and only <laughs> Mr. Jared Jared Dillinger has made time for us. JD, it's been a long time coming. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you. Uh, first and foremost, I am honored to be on your show, brother. I am very grateful to be here. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. This is just kind of like winging it, and I'm kind of excited here. Like I have no idea what to expect. No. So, so,
0: so usually, so usually, I kind of like telling guests, "Hey, you know, this is what we're going to talk about. This is where I want to go, and things like that." And uh, most of the time, it works. But then there are some people who. You just you just don't want to plan anything with, cause it's just always a hundred times more fun. And number one with a bullet on that list is one Mister Jared Dillinger. So I was like, you know what? Wow. Let's just wing it.
1: Let's just I that go. Title. Let's just it. Okay, I'm uh, with that.
0: So, so you, so you obviously, with with your long and still ongoing uh, career in basketball, have accomplished a lot of things. People have called you a whole lot of things. Daredevil is okay. the nickname. JD, Jared, the guy with the beautiful, glorious long hair, champion, national okay. team athlete. All these things have been used as oh, ways thanks. to address you. Yes. In, in this household, in this household, I refer to you as Promise Breaker. And this is the story why, if, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, please. A few, please years ago, a few years ago, TV5 did this whole massive launch, right? This giant launch of the entire network and the sports part of it was obviously one of the biggest if not the biggest component of that launch and as a flex to everyone they're just like we're going to we're going to bring in just PBA stars we're just going to bring in PBA stars and you were representing Meralco at that time and we were all at this big fancy hotel let, let sound off when you start remembering right we were all at this big fancy hotel and everyone was supposed to walk out and stuff like that But it was taking forever. They put us in a call time around, I don't know, I think 3, 4 p.m. You were incredibly punctual, which, you know, I still found pretty funny. And then we found ourselves, you and me, (laughs) hanging out at the hotel bar because it was taking forever before it started. Novatel? No, 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 no. It was uh, Manila Hotel. Manila Hotel, one of the older hotels. So it was
1: during national team duties, all-star break, or all-star at MOA?
0: No, no, no. This goes even back before that. So so there's this giant runway, and there's, like, I think select players from each team, and everyone was supposed to walk out. They're launching TV5, Sports5, Active, all that for the very, very first time. And you were really early, and so was I, and we found ourselves hanging out at the at the hotel bar waiting for this whole thing to start, right? So... I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this because you promised me something and it never came true. We, we had a burger, we were eating, we were at the bar and I sat there, looked at you eyeball to eyeball and I said, Jared, I'm 25. I don't think I'll ever grow a beard like you because this was around, this was around year one of when you started growing the beard, right? we started calling you surfer abraham lincoln all of this stuff right jesus So i was like jared i'm 25 now should i give it up should i give up the dream of the beard and this is what you told me you said nico i promise you i never i never grew a beard never could grow a beard until i turned 30 and then i turned 30 and the beard came in I spent the next five years looking forward to my thirtieth birthday. And I was like, I believe him. He's got the best beard out of anyone I know. Plus, he's binoy. He's got the same genes as me it's gonna yes. kick in and then i was showing uh-huh. you it was a really awkward conversation i realize that now as i'm telling it but i was showing you my skin right i was like look oh, pat- i, like, look, look, I could grow it here on the chin i can't connect it uh-huh. on the side and you were like don't worry about it man i'm a little patchy too but it's coming patchy in too? Yeah. at 30. i'm 32 now it never came in it got worse it got worse it got- you
1: have that gin- you got the jimmy ala jeans that's what it is <laughs> Take that as a compliment. If you ever see Jimmy try to grow his, you and him are identical. Just this little fuzz, can't get any more or less. It is what it is. And, hey, man, you're probably growing hair in other places that you haven't seen before. So I'm sure it's going somewhere.
0: You any, know? Anytime you say, I'm sure, I don't believe it now. <laughs> because you were so certain yeah seven years to ago at own. that bar you were so sure you were like it's gonna
1: happen and i you, just bro. broke you i broke everything you thought you, you just i'm sorry like it's just not everyone you know it's just to each their own sometimes it works for this guy sometimes it works for that it,
0: i was asking for I'm tips. Sorry, i was I like should I, should I shave it is there some kind of cream and you're like no nah, dude just let it happen and i was like it never it's happened right. so thanks for that thanks for that now we can talk sorry I
1: Okay. Now stupid <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, you 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 just had to get that off your chest before i had we to even start you just straight up oh, i'm gonna tell this much. i'm gonna let him know he just mm, i can't wait to tell him
0: i've had this conversation <laughs> with pretty much everyone that we know uh-huh. in common uh okay. i told I, I told gabe norwood the story and and gabe uh-huh. fell off his seat i think in tears crying because he was like wait jared jd told you that and i go i don't like your tone there dude gabe <laughs> He's like he told you you'd grow a beard and i was like mm, I, 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 don't, I think
1: that tone's just got hostile i was like mm. i don't know everything's bad i don't know was that drinking i don't know i was a big drinker before i don't know i might have had a couple too much or you said we were just eating burgers at the hotel
0: no yeah no we hadn't started drinking it we drank later on because i was so uh-huh. happy
1: I oh. tracked you down <laughs> later
0: on. I was like, hey, J.D., I got you this drink because you gave uh-huh. me the best news ever.
1: You I just gave you something you wanted to hear. That's all. I'm sorry.
0: Thanks a lot, <laughs> friend. Thanks a lot. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Now we can talk about All right. All right. Basketball. All right. right. Um, you um, a lot yeah. bef- before I dig down memory lane, I got to talk about what you've been doing recently. And by recently, it's, okay. it's been a few years of this, but uh, I've been seeing it a lot in, in, your, in your Instagram stories, um, okay. the Instagram stories of, of people who um, are fortunate enough to be in and around your life. Uh, you continue to be insane you are throwing up how many times a day now because of these workouts
1: oh yeah um dude that's so <laughs> bad. that's so not what everyone thinks like yeah i get tired but it's just it's just so hot out there trying to hoop it, it, outdoors you just you almost get heat exhaustion by doing 30 minutes of work <laughs> and then you already start puking you know what i'm saying so let's just let's back this up really quick and um they're just OG workouts, and it's too damn hot outside, and I, I gotta puke. <laughs> but,
0: but but I I will say this, joking aside, and in my experience uh-huh. covering basketball, there is very 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 few people I would put in the same weight class as you when it comes to just this maniacal work ethic, right? And I'm pertaining to a couple of a couple of Instagram stories that, that you were posted of you throwing up on the side. Uh-huh. And then going, all right, that's done, threw up, back to the workout. But that, yeah. that wasn't surprising to me. That wasn't shocking to me or anything like that because I was like, yeah, sounds like JD. Sounds like JD.
1: Yeah, JD's a spaz, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I've been I've been injured for so long before this last previous uh, season. I just, man, I, I reached this level of, man, I'm going to retire soon, and, um, man, I'm going to do this the right way, like, I want to leave it all on the table. I don't want to have any regrets when I'm done in however many years that oh, I was injured. Man, like if had I just worked a little bit harder, I could have figured some stuff out. And um, just now, where I'm at mentally, and physically, like it's just, it was all worth it. <laughs> it was all that crazy, right. stupid work I've been doing. Because now I'm just I'm having the time of my life right now. I found a new love for the game. Like I just I'm having so much fun. I love it.
0: Yeah. I remember, I remember the day the aliens took you and then sent us back this version of you, because that was when you first got injured. You went to the states. It's not like you were in bad shape when we first met you, right? You were never really in bad shape. This is coming for me, right? Like I'm in bad shape. Like if you're playing in the, if you're playing, no, but like I want to give credit where credit is due. I think people kind of get crazy a little bit with the comments, but if you're playing in the PBA, you're in good shape. Just compared to like the average human yeah. being, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Man,
1: we're athletes. We have we have to be. It's our job, right? Right. And, job. and there's
0: no one in the PBA who's in what I would call bad shape. There are some guys who are in better shape, like you know, Kelly Williams is the one percent of the one percent. Like you sure. know,
1: Kelly's. I can tell you right now, Joe DeVance is not in shape ever, <laughs> ever. That dude uses all brains, no bronze. Just that's how he's moving on the court. Just brains nothing
0: else he's he's in his own shape and joe joe for the record joe Joe can hear this joe's joe knows my number joe knows joe knows my wife joe knows where i live um for the record i'm saying this a little louder joe i did not say that that was jared you're you're way too big and you're way too playful with your body for me to mess around we i don't even play fight with joe because you can't because he's, he's got a lot of weight yeah no and uh and 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 he's He's the biggest brother of all his kids. He's his kids' dad and big brother. Like he's he's a kid among oh, for them. For sure. For sure. And for um, sure. Joe, I, I'm not. I, I didn't say that. That was that was JD. All right. I said it for my own. <laughs> Plus, Joe posted a couple of, of throwback stories, and he's like getting back to this. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm ready for it. I'm here for it. Hey,
1: to, to his to his degree, though, he is getting there, man. Like people are gonna yeah. see a different side of Joe this time around. Like as much as much, I give that dude such a hard time, but. He's, he's working, man. He's lost so much weight coming into this season. So he's, he's going to look different.
0: Back to what I was saying about you not really ever being in bad shape when you first came in, obviously <laughs> with the national team and with talking texts and stuff Killed like
1: that. There, yeah.
0: um, Then you got injured. You went to the States, right? Then the aliens took you. And, you know, I don't know where that Jared Dillinger went. He's in some other multiverse. And then you came back and I think they steroid tested you like right off the plane. When we first oh, saw you back, we were like, pretty Wait, much
1: what? Who is this guy? I'm like, what? It's like a reoccurring theme, right? Dude, happens every time I get injured really bad. I turn into this just workaholic machine and then I... But that one back then, when I came back, I was like, "He man from the waist up. I did zero leg work, <laughs> and all torso above. I was jacked. That looked great. But but, by golly, if you put me on a beach, I would have to wear sweatpants because that <laughs> shit looked awful. <laughs> so uh, I just didn't. I didn't work on my legs that much for some reason. I was just. Uh, I was still a little bit scared about my. My hip. Right. And and I wasn't too sure on how much I could lift on it. So I just did all this upper body shit and. That messed me up even more down to, A couple years later down That ended up messing
0: me up even more I remember the first game The first game you played And there was this There was like Someone took footage of you Working out in the US I'll never forget There was this giant tire You were working out With right, the yeah, giant was... tire that, Like that pretty much went viral And I remember the first game you, you played back I remember looking at a friend And then going Hmm Yeah I was like Hmm Is it weird? Dude's on something Is it Weird Is it weird, Is it weird? <laughs> Looking at his arms A little way too much I was like there has to be a limit before this becomes weird, right? And they're like Yeah, uh-huh. no, we're 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 all doing it. So, you know. Yeah. It's fine. It's okay. fine. Don't worry about it. I was like, he, he, upped it, he, he upped into the Captain America machine, right? Right? All right. All right, <laughs> right never mind. Um okay. but, but talk, talk us talk us through what the routine is now. What time are you waking up? Oh man <laughs> just top line, right? What time are you waking up, what's the routine like? Um and this is all just your personal work before you even get to practice because i really want people to be able to appreciate the fact that there there are people who work hard and then there's
1: jared dillinger wow man i didn't even know it's like i didn't even know i'm on that level man i'm just i'm just working i keep thinking i'm just trying to stay with these young fellas man these young fellas these days are crazy good so it's different man um Man, my normal routine, uh, I wake up anywhere between like four to six um in the morning. And from there I'll do this little mobility routine that I have that I've been working with uh this trainer back in the States that I've been with for almost two years now. So we'll go through our little routine and then I'll get to practice and do another little warm-up one hour routine of making sure everything is activated correctly. Um that's it. Practice. Go home. Don't do anything crazy. Nighttime before the bed. Uh, I do one more little mobility routine. Um, for people who don't know, I don't really lift weights anymore. Just just because the age that I'm at. I'm doing all like body calisthenics and, and uh, uh, bands type of thing. So that is that's it right there. That's all I do, man. I wish I could tell you some crazy thing, but that, that's all it is.
0: The thing is, it's not. It's not crazy in a vacuum, but this is every single day, every single night, day in, day out. This is now yeah. a routine with you, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, people got to forget, um, when I came to Hanebra, I was still injured. I had the Kawhi Leonard quad tear mm-hmm. Went back in San Antonio days. Like, my shit was messed up, and it literally took me about a good year to be okay, and, um... Man, it was crazy, job. It was crazy my routine how I like refine it in such a way where I couldn't lift weights anymore cuz my joints are where they're at at this stage right. of my career, <laughs> you know. So, I really had to be smart and and like get super technical with my whole routine or else I just, you know, I wasn't going to last much longer.
0: I remember I remember when you were picked up by by Hinebra off of the off of the it was a furious two or three days there where it was like, Wait, he's on the wire. Oh, I never picked him up. Wait, can teams do that? Oh, uh, I guess they can, and things like that. And I remember a friend of mine who was also a journalist, he said, Yeah, but Jared's injured. And then I go, yep. And I go, Yeah, but what's what's happened every time he gets injured? I was like, Come on, let's let's look back here at the Jared Dillinger career. <laughs> Let, let's look at the resume, right? Let's not get right. fooled by this. We
1: this has happened oh, so once me. or <laughs> twice
0: before. He gets injured, we write him off, and then he comes back and uh, he. He took some secret stuff um, in the locker, the, the mic, the Space Jam Mike secret stuff. He takes it uh-huh. and then he plays better than ever. I was like, "This has happened before. Stop writing him off." And then you come back uh, with an ebra, and then you were in better shape than before you got hurt. So it's it's a recurring yes. theme. Obviously, you know, as a fan of yours, I wish you never got hurt. But would you say not to put words in your mouth? But would you say that that's kind of helped and build and shape it who times. you are now?
1: Big time, dude. Absolutely. I I gained so much knowledge of myself and of the game and of the way that I was going about it wasn't the correct way or surrounding yourself with the right people, trainers, shooting coaches, whatever it may be. You know, you just you figure it out as you kind of progress through your career of what really works, what doesn't. And, um, you know, of course, again, I was super hurt. And I had to kind of start at ground zero and figure all this crap out again if I wanted to keep playing or whatever it may be, you know. So um, it's – I'm telling you, before we got on, like, I am, like, just living on cloud nine right now. Like, nothing can mess up my day. (laughs) Like, I am so happy. Like, I I haven't loved basketball like this since a long time. (laughs) A long time, to say the least
0: i i've always told people this from from my interactions with you over the years i was like you know what when jared retires we're never gonna see him again are gonna go back to hawaii <laughs> we're just gonna surf every day and it's like that'll that'll be that we'll call him every now and then just take a check up on him. Uh-huh. he's not gonna be one of these guys who's gonna be hanging around here you know like forever like i feel like like his personality is just so warm and embracing of joy in life that he's just gonna go and enjoy himself once this basketball stuff is done.
1: Is, is, man, are, are those in the play like, man, you're really gassing me up, dog. I'm getting right <laughs> over here like grown ass man, like getting all these shade of compliments. But
0: do you have like a uh, surfboard man. ready to go and you're like, Yeah, no, once I'm done, it's Deuces, I'm off to the beach.
1: Oh, man. Hey, I'll tell you one thing, though. Uh, I'm definitely going to be in Hawaii. That's, that's for certain. It's mm-hmm. pretty my plan. But I am definitely going to stay here in the Philippines. Um, I'm I'm always going to be going back and forth. Anything that, you know, helps the league, helps the basketball community. Like, um, like I was just telling you two seconds ago how much I'm just so in love with the game again. Like, I just – there's no way I'm going to be able to get away from it. And, like, I just – whole different perspective you know what i'm saying so definitely going to be staying here for sure for sure
0: you, now you, you talk about kind I of shut
1: you up <laughs> <laughs> they
0: talk, talk about growing the game a little bit and you know helping out as you can i'm not sure if you we're, we're we're recording this by the way on a thursday afternoon it's uh almost a full day now since uh the new the new national team the young guns right. of um, i'm so glad we
1: had this conversation or this after that game
0: right
1: <laughs> this game oh so those kids,
0: man so how i i know the answer to this right i know the answer to this but explain to the people how are you when you're watching the national team like oh, what are you screaming <laughs>
1: are you? screaming at the television like what is operantos shooting that three in the fourth quarter, man? Get, get What are you doing, son? Like just screaming at everything, you know, positive, negative, like just, and then I'm telling my, my lady like, Hey, that's what we used to do. Hey, we used to do stuff like that. Hey, look, 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 you know, and just super animated, man. Like had so much fun. last
0: night. Awesome, when, when, when Korea hits the three to tie the game,
1: is that just a lot Regular. of
0: PTSD for you? Is that just Regulars, like, like, yeah,
1: okay. normal. Yeah. Like I, would be surprised if he missed it and of course when he didn't make it it was like nothing but rim super ripped through the net like at his spot like, in rhythm yeah. yeah that's expected as, as soon right? as all calm and collected
0: as soon as they they passed the outlet to him right I I, I stood up and turned around
1: as so it soon, thought, oh you didn't you knew what it was coming
0: because like because we've seen it a hundred thousand times before and I it was, was like, oh, all
1: chill go too
0: It was all like, oh, fly by. Let it go. (laughs) No big deal. Okay, we tied it. Six foot ten, dude, fly by? Yeah, no worries. Uh, No worries. Can can you give us a little bit of, I guess, insight to what what that's really like? Because I can always just assume, right? I can always just assume and put myself in your shoes and try to do my best to do that and, you know, be... I've watched the film over and over and over and over again, right? You know, um, of all the national team games and stuff like that. But tell us what it's like, and and, you know, talk maybe in, in practical terms, right? You're you're on the national team. This is a bunch of guys that you know, you've know you practiced a little bit with, but they're not your PBA sure. teammates or anything like that. It's a whole lot of different egos. You know everyone's yeah. tweeting every single turnover or basket that you make. What's what's the natural team experience like?
1: You see, just all eyes are on you. You don't want to let your, your teammates down, your countrymen down. You feel like you need to always work as hard as you possibly can because just any other guy wants – the job that you have and you don't want to look like a dummy on tv like you don't belong so you're almost like working because you don't want to stick out and be that guy that hey that guy he doesn't belong what is he doing on the team Mm. you know like um uh, and there's so there's that part of it and of course the other part where you feel like a rock star and uh, it's super fun whole another level of, of perspective in terms of playing against other dudes from other countries um, you all stay at the same hotel. So you all get to jib jab and talk story with them, um, you know, behind the scenes. And that's even cooler than them playing the game with these guys. Cause right. you get to hear stories from all over the world. And, uh, you know, people that really don't know, like basketball players, we love stories. We love storytelling. Mm-hmm. We love that whole, like, um, what's it like over there? You know, what did you guys get into over there type of thing? um, man, if anyone can get the opportunity to play on the national team, it's just like butterflies in your stomach the whole time, you know? Um, that most of my happy memories are through the national team just because it's just one-of-a-kind type of experience. Is
0: there is, is there anyone that you can recall that, you know, maybe you didn't have a lot of experience with in, in the PBA, yeah. um, but you were teammates with on the national team and you know, you really became friends with because of the national team experience that you were like, oh, you know what? Without Gilas, me and that dude probably would have never had the chance to hit it off yeah. and become friends.
1: I got two guys. First one was Winnie Aboletta. Win- Winnie Aboletta, who, way back when, my first time on the national team with Coach Yang was
0: the the oh, I national that. team
1: coach. and We were the Powerade. Right. Uh, right. The red jerseys.
0: The red jerseys.
1: Man, so... Um, before being on the national team, like, I just knew Winnie as Winnie Aboletta clotheslining Gabe and, and Saul and just being this nasty dude who would, like, clothesline the Gila's kids, you know? Uh, not clothesline. Uh, remember, he just, like, yeah, like yeah. bent down right. so that kid would flip and fall Just crazy stuff. I thought he was an asshole. Not, and, to, mention, um, not
0: to mention the fight. Not to mention the
1: fight yeah, with the people in front yeah, row. dude. So, man. But, of course, um. Once we got on the team, and he's a Ronnie Dell's friend. And, you know, I'm a big Ronnie Dell idol. You know, I love Ronnie Dell. So he introduced me to Winnie, and, man, Winnie's the coolest motherfucker I ever met. Like, he's cool. <laughs> normal, you know? I mean, just like we all are cool, and we all are normal. It's just just how to get to know each other. Um, and uh, the other one was probably my last stint on the national team during the World Cup. Um, Bo Belga. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, the, the the common story with Bo, and uh-huh. and this is something that I've sure. experienced myself, is that Bo's such a pain in the ass to play against. Bo, Bo, will, yeah. Bo will clip yeah. you when you're not looking. Bo will, Bo will plant an elbow oh, in between your ribs. And if it's and just that, worse. then you're lucky.
1: He was worse before in his younger days. He was way more dirtier than he is now. Like he, he kind of picks and chooses, and he knows how to be more subtle with the way he fouls you like before he would just take you out like he would kill motherfuckers out there on the court like oh he was Uh, that boy was something
0: else i i used to wonder i used to wonder i was like why doesn't anyone like i know he's big i know he's big right but this is a pba everybody's big and i was like why doesn't anyone just like Go for Bo Just like How come no one's Kind of just tried To punch him in the face Or like pick a fight With him or whatever And then And then his Rainer shine teammates Told me You ever hung out with him One whole day You ever hung out with Bo And I go No yep. No not yet And then we yep. hung out together And then I was like okay. Yeah no He could body slam me in a, in, in a basketball game And tomorrow I'd be cool with him <laughs>
1: <laughs> so wait, but you said you hung out with him, and he's nicest guy ever, right? Right, coolest dude, all that stuff, mm-hmm. best personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing. As soon as I met this dude, or as soon as we got together in the national team, I got to know him a little bit, and before you know it, we're going out we're met every night. We're drinking together. You know, like it's cool, coolest guy. Bo, coolest guy.
0: We we were in we were in Palawan one year for All Star, um, and I uh-huh. and I was there covering and. During one of, the, one of the events with, I think, kids and stuff like that, Bo was next to me and he said, uh, and he asked me, you know, if we were going out that night, us, the media guys. And, yes. and then I said, no, nah, not really. He's like, oh, but, you know, it's, it's all-star. We're in Palawan. Hey, let's go. Man. All, all the on, players man. usually go out. And then I said... Nah, you know what? Like, you know, we're in the players' faces all day already with cameras and stuff like that. You know, it, it is all-star. When they go out and, you know, when they have fun with, with each other, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be the media dude there, right? You know, just, you know, just let them have fun. He's like, oh, I can respect that. He's like, oh, yeah, okay. so, that's cool. 9 p.m., he shows up at our hotel, knocks on the door of my hotel room and says, tell everybody to meet me by the pool. <laughs> We go to the pool, and this guy has drinks
1: uh-huh.
0: by the pool, and he's like, he's, he's ready. He's like, ah, uh, kundi kayo la labas, kundi kayo inum sa labas. Ako inum kasama nyo and we drank with him all night and and then i was like "Wow, no yeah i can i can understand i can understand why people love you they want to hate you but they just can't you're just a giant teddy bear
1: dude coolest guy he's like a round two bit too same thing dirty player on the floor you get to know him cool ass dude off the floor like it's that's nine times out of ten most players like they they just have this alter ego that they have to bring to the the hard work would because that might be their role or that's what they get paid to do or whatever, whatever it may be. You get to know the duties. They're all cool, man. This, I don't know too many guys that are just straight assholes, you know?
0: You fuel us, we fuel you. Gatorade studies the best athletes to create the most advanced sports fuel with fluids, electrolytes, and carbohydrates so you can play your best. Nothing beats Gatorade. Which reminds me, which reminds me, I know at the start of this episode, I, I was softening you up, by the way, with body blows. Um, but here, here, here it comes. Here, here come the okay. haymakers now. Uh, at, the okay. start of the, at the start of the pod, I was telling everybody how you are the most the most warm person I've ever met in basketball, and someone who just radiates and loves joy. When you play, though, when you play, there is there is a look in your eye. And I've seen and I've covered enough of your games to be able to identify that look. When I go, oh, no, he's not JD. Anymore. This is Daredevil now. He's oh, sh- like... <laughs> nobody mess with him right now because for like for the next five minutes it's it's daredevil right now it's gonna and I, pass I, was, out. <laughs> I was just watching this clip on youtube it says jared, <laughs> jared dillinger versus sol mercado fight and i was like oh, that one? Oh, i was like oh, i remember that one let me go back and watch it and there's there's
1: so much going on man
0: <laughs> there's like 18 things happening. first of all it's dave marcelo who you get entangled with and you another guy
1: who's the coolest guy if you ever meet off the floor awesome dude i don't want to talk about dave marcelo right now <laughs> right I,
0: I, I love all players i don't want to talk about dave marcelo not once not ever on this podcast we were in high school Oh Me and him, same age, right? Me and him, okay, same. Right. he went, he went to Sunbeda. I went to a much smaller school. My dad never watched me play. Varsity never watched me play. He's like, you're a backup point guard. You're a senior. You're backing up a junior. Why am I going to watch you play? And I was like, <laughs> <That's> I'm <cold. laughs> it, it was true though. <laughs> it was true though. <laughs> okay. But okay. I, I told him, I was, like, <clears throat> I was like, dad, I'm a starter now. I'm a starter. Like I, I made, just got promoted to us. starter. And he's like, What happened to the kid? And I was like, He sprained his ankle, but that's not important right but now. But it's all right. I'm a starter. So he's like I'm the guy. Yeah. He's like, All right, cool, whatever. I'll watch you play. So he watches he watches us play against Beda, right? Um uh-huh. San Beda misses a shot. I I see my, my dad sitting first row under the hoop. Under the hoop first row. Yes. Right. <laughs> uh the this is in LaSalle Green Hills where the gym's kind of kind of has yep. those two courts right so he's right there so the ball goes up and I found myself there on a switch and I was like oh off, like defensive rebound uh, in my head I was like my dad's gonna see me grab this rebound Arwin style I'm gonna grab this one hand Arwin style I'm gonna push the brake because I'm the PG right and I was uh-huh. like and I was like you saw it all happen. As I the ball's it, coming to you, you were already. I, I saw everything it. happen. I was like, okay. "I'm gonna ty tang this, right? I'm gonna jv of this, and hey, I'm gonna stop all the I'm at. gonna stop on a free throw line and just shoot shoot a quick jumper, right? I was like, right. rebound, yeah. push the ball, stop on a dime, quick jumper. I was like, I got that shot. I got that shot. It's <laughs> That's one of the game. it's one of the three shots I have. I was like, watch you this, that. Dad. So I jump up, right? I'm going up at the ball. Yeah, Dave Marcella comes out of nowhere from behind me. He was that big in high school, by the way. He stopped growing. He stopped growing at age 16. He was that big. He was that big. He was that big in high school.
1: He was still a bruiser too, I
0: take it? Yeah, he didn't need to because he was massive, but he was yeah. bruising. <laughs> he grabs it. Grabs it, right? As soon as he grabs it, I'm like, oh, don't bring it down because I'm going to swipe it. I was like, just just don't bring it down because he yes. got the ball. And I was like, if you bring this down, I'm going to swipe it. He grabs okay. it. Doesn't bring it down because he's well-trained, right? And then he's going to go up for it. And I was like, no, no, my watch. Okay. (laughs) Dunks dunks on me, two hands and one. I'm lying down on the floor looking up at my dad who looks at me. Looks looks at me. No, really? Looks at me and (laughs) goes, shakes his head and goes. It's not my kid. He's like, why'd you jump? (laughs) I was like,
1: you're right. You're right. You shouldn't
0: have watched me. You, oh, if geez. you ask my dad how good of a basketball player I was, he'll tell that story. Oh, you play na Dave Marcelo, That's his go.
1: That's his go-to story. Every it's time. the only.
0: It's the only game he's ever seen. So hey, back to the fight. So back. that's the Dave Marcelo story. Back to you. okay. So <laughs> as so as you're doing that thing that all all players do, where you you got you kind of get caught up, yeah, and you do this stupid thing. all <laughs> and you do the and you do the thing. You raise both hands as if you're innocent, but you're really locking up the guy more because. It's yeah. so easy to untangle yourself from that, right? It is. You just got to, you know. But but it's a game of chicken. You're like, I'm not yeah. pulling I'm not pulling my hand out and neither yeah. are you. Now you pull your hand out. No, no, <laughs>
1: you pull yours out. <laughs> uh,
0: to be fair to Dave, and again, as I've told you, I hate him because he dunked on me in front of my dad, right? He's actually just like walking away with his hands up, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. And, and, he was not. He just had it squeezed. He squeezed my arm, so I had to walk with him. We knew what was going on. I like I wasn't trying to like, I know what's happening here. All right, let go, bro. It's cool. And then Saul comes in hot. Soul train style, just fucking like we're on the train tracks and he's not stopping for no one. He just runs into me so hard out of nowhere (laughs)
0: he's there to to quote-unquote play peacemaker right because that's typical
1: Saul too right there thinking he's peacemaking shit but really just making everything worse
0: but he's the guy with the first push (laughs) and the hardest push out of the whole thing right because he's splitting you guys up And and then before you know it it's you and Saul going at it right? Yes. And then, oh, yeah. and then Gary, and Devin, Gary. <laughs> Gary Devin comes out of left field, and Dude. he's like, oh, here's a chance for me to come in. Yeah. And he jumps into the whole thing, escalates Everyone. it, and then I was Dude. like, oh. What is this mess? We were this close, <laughs> like, and correct me if I'm wrong here, tell me the story from where your perspective was. But I was like, if, if JD and if Saul weren't cool, like, off court, this would have been a full-blown fight.
1: I mean, because, like,
0: like, I just everybody yeah, seemed I, ready except the both of you. Had one of yeah, you, who were we the were main, gonna, like, I, protagonists in it, actually, like, uh-huh. escalated a little bit more, it looked like the Hinebra guys were ready. Gary was yeah. definitely ready.
1: <laughs> that dude, yeah, that dude's, that dude's a vibe. Like, that dude loved me. Like, like, anything anything wrong that would happen to me, he was always like, hey, I got you, bro. Can okay, you let me know? Like, he for and I'm bigger than him, like, girl, I got it's cool. Like, <laughs> relax, Kuya, cool, yeah, relax. Okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> this
0: the, 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 the scuffle, the scuffle that you had with Calvin, who's there on Gary the side? Was there. Gary, <laughs> <laughs> Gary. The and man, he was came right bulldozing
1: like. and put his hand up to Calvin. Calvin had a flinch, Calvin thought he was gonna get sock in the face. <laughs> oh, man, there's Gary, man, Gary and Ronnie they're the same, man, like, they are the protectors. They feel like of the team right. anytime anyone's fucking with some guys they feel like it's their duty to be the 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 regulator or <laughs> the guy who just puts the punishment back on these guys i don't i don't know why i don't know who made them those the guys
0: <laughs> and, and it's so funny because there's no way there's no way that gary can hide it right there's because because he never walks into the situation in both those situations i talked about he jumps in it's funny how you say that you know gary david and ronnie dell they're they're such protectors right they're willing right. to they're willing to be physical with opponents to protect you and stuff like that yeah. the, the the outward persona of those two guys are and and fans are like ronnie dell sweetest man ever Dude.
1: yeah uh, gary david he's funny Look at him, K-pop, he can dance.
0: Look at that dude. He's a great little Korean, little soap opera guy. Look at him. Has there ever been a rookie who's come into into camp that you may have seen or heard of or saw for the first time and you were like, oh, I wonder how he's going to make it in the PBA or like, oh, you know, good luck to him. And then (laughs) just completely surpassed all expectations. Was there a rookie? Uh, I ask uh, that. And, and while you think about it, I ask it because uh, I remember the first time that JDV had heard that they had drafted Scotty Thompson in Okay, Ginebra, That's a good one. That's a good and one. Never, and he'd never seen Scotty play in in the NCAA in, uh, for uh-huh. perpetual help, right? And, you know, anyone who's seen Scotty or followed his collegiate career, you knew that, oh, yeah. you know, this guy's going to be a perfect fit for Hinebra. But, you know, Joe Joe wasn't paying attention to, to Scotty all that much or perpetual help all that much, right? Which isn't common, which isn't yeah. uncommon. Uh, so he he was told, hey, we drafted Scotty Thompson. Walks into practice and he was like, look, he's like, he like, lo- like, I was looking for an American kid.
1: Because <laughs> Scotty Thompson, right? I was like, hey, where's, hey, where's Scotty Thompson at? Where's this, where's this Midwest kid Thompson at? at? Must be from Missouri or something. Where's this Scotty Thompson? <laughs> and, and then Scotty raises
0: his hand, and Joe goes, "Wait, what? We drafted like that guy?" And then he said, within five minutes of the first scrimmage, he was like, "We drafted that guy. Yeah, that's our guy. That's
1: our guy." <laughs> um, man, I think I didn't think he was that good. And, I mean, for for my uh, sorry, my experience is somewhat different. Um, yeah, mine was Chris Newsome. Like I, we mm. knew he was good, but mm-hmm. I didn't know he was that good. Um, it was one of those, like we drafted him and we all knew like like yeah, this it's newsome. He's gonna be he's gonna help us. And lo and behold, after a couple I mean first game he dunks on Arwen like it's like it's nothing, you know? Like it was like, oh man, we got a great one. Man, let's, hey guys, let's give him the keys of the car. Let's just make sure we kind of play to his strengths like man, this kid can go. So um for me it was him. Like I didn't think He's a lot better than what we thought.
0: I feel bad. I feel bad that you brought up Chris Newsom because I told Chris when he was entering the PBA coming from Ateneo where, by the way, they had him playing small four. ball of four. I know. The he was getting time. no
1: love over there because he was behind, you know, Kiefer, of course, and the other uh, and then, 30 a little bit.
0: Yeah, and and anyway, and Vaughn was kind of like their shooter at the sorry. time. Yep. So so I mean I could understand because Chris could jump out the building, right? I mean he's, yep. he's mega athletic. Yep. But when he when he was coming in to the PBA, I, I remember we, me and him we had we had a conversation, and I was I was gassing him up, I was hyping him up. I was like, Chris, Chris, you got this, you got yeah. this. Like yeah. you, you are an alpha athlete, you're gonna be great the PBA. I was like, man. Before you know it, year or two, you're gonna be starting.
1: Uh-huh. Yep. That's how you said it. One or two years. A <laughs> like, year or two, Chris, you're gonna be starting, man. If you you're put shit if, if you work really hard, son, you're gonna you're gonna be okay in this league, buddy. Okay? <laughs> I
0: was like you get on the right team, you get on the right you're gonna catch your breaks, Chris. You gave him one of those
1: speeches, huh? <laughs> uh
0: and I meant it sincerely. I wa- I wasn't trying yeah, no, to. Yeah. I wasn't trying to sun him or anything like that. I wasn't trying to ground him or anything like that. Right. But it's just that I was so boxed into the thought that this guy is a athletic small like, ball four. Yeah. Right. Like no guards.
1: Like not, I want to say no guard skills, but you just really thought he's an undersized athletic.
0: Right. Because he, I from my oh, experience yeah. with him, I think I, he I didn't he didn't get a chance to show off. I, was, I yeah. didn't know he had a bag. Like yep. I didn't know he had right. handles like that. So when he when when he was doing well over at Meralco, um, he saw me one time, put his arm around me and said, Can't wait for that year or two, man, when you said I'm eventually gonna catch him. and I was like, I'm an idiot, Chris. I'm <laughs> sorry, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. You. you know I'm your biggest fan. It's just like I'm I'm so sorry. Hey, I'm
1: human. I make mistakes too, bro. I'm not gonna nail it every time. Come on now, like dang. You set me up for that one, Chris. Like, look at you, man! You're playing four. Bump. You hustled <laughs> us. I was like, "What are you talking yeah, about?" Like, basically, you just... like it's your fault for putting yourself in that position over there. Like, you should have been balling out way before this. That's your fault. I was
0: like, "You, so you slow played us." Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? This is your fault. But
1: no, no. Nope. You know what's crazy about me and Chris? We have this weird, um, like kind of um connection where this dude used to watch me play basketball in New Mexico. Um, when I was playing for the Air Force Academy, we were in the same league as the New Mexico Lobos. We'd play at this place called The Pit. He lived near, the, you know, this mm. college we played. And him and his dad, they they knew I was Filipino. They knew all that stuff that I that I played ball and trying to go, whatever, Philippines. So they already knew who I was when I was playing Air Force ball. And, you know, you rewind it when he walked into Ateneo for the first time, he saw... Talking text guys, which was me at the time. So right. he ran up to me and said, Hey, man, I, I used to watch you at Air Force. And I had no idea who this kid was. I was like, Oh, okay. Dude, that's what's up, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I totally shunned him off because I was like, Who is this kid, man? Like, cause there's always kids walking in all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really know too much that he's going to make the decision to play for Ateneo. You know, gave him some Nike shoes, but didn't. Didn't really know until, boom, we draft him and then they're from Morocco. And now it's like, dog, this is crazy. What's up? All right, we teammates <laughs> now. All right, we cool. What's up? <laughs> yeah, remember,
0: remember when you used to watch me? Remember when you used to watch me? Yeah.
1: That, yeah. that should have been the line whenever
0: whenever Chris missed you uh, on, a, on an open swing or something like that. Something like remember, that. Remember, you used to watch me. Right? Oh, man, that's crazy, man.
1: Getting old, dude.
0: Way too bold. <laughs> I was just I was, I was about to say, like, don't don't age yourself, JD. Don't don't. Do oh, it. don't don't put myself in
1: that box. Just keep going. Just keep yeah. flowing for yeah. what yeah. I am. And and,
0: and 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 don't don't reveal too much the age thing because. Uh, oh, okay. I, I do you do you agree with this? I don't think. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find the right way to say this. Right. Because I think that around the league and around the basketball community, the the respect and admiration for you as a vet is there. But I don't think people if I did a quiz right among 100 basketball fans and asked them, how old is Jared Dillinger? Oh, yeah. I think, A lot of people think I'm young still. I don't I know think why. think people would answer maybe 27, 28. <laughs> Dude, like, it's no, weird. He's been in the league of the wild. I think he's like 28.
1: Yeah, I've gotten that so many times. Even our bosses from Henebra, like, they honest to God thought I was 30, 31. <laughs> when when I was coming out to their team, they're like, oh, yeah, we got JD. Yo, JD, what are you? You're like 30, 31, right? I'm like, oh, I'm 37. <laughs> You're like, ooh. Well, I mean, we're happy to have you, buddy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why man. is that? Huh? Why is that? Why is, like, the whole age thing?
0: Why do people think you're... Th- I yeah, I, I just oh, yeah, not know. 30. You have... I don't know.
1: I don't
0: know. I don't know. Lo- you have long hair and even longer beard. This yeah. isn't like this isn't like a Chris Chu situation. People think Chris Chu can apply for the draft next year. They'll be like... Yeah, oh, yeah I, I, I don't
1: know. I don't know, man. Um, I can't explain it. And, and then, mind you, this hasn't happened a lot of times, just a handful of times, and now you said it, so that made me freak out more. Like, man, <laughs> am I really cool? Am I really young? <laughs> <This is dope>. <laughs> it's <laughs> a compliment. Right? I mean it as take, a compliment. I'll take it right. I'll take young compliments all day.
0: But you've been buttering me up
1: for a while. What other what other damn questions do you have for me, man? You're, you've are you been gassing me up all you're, interview. here. You're, you're,
0: you're nervous. You're nervous that that i'm gassing you up only only to only to betray you at the end with with something yeah. but i've said I've gotten, it, my head
1: so you know, yeah no, but I've,
0: I've gotten my beef off of you uh off the first question i just oh. wanted to put that behind <laughs> us and and bury okay. the hatchet and, and just move know, forward this this is a moment yeah, for yeah, me I'm, I'm i'm forgiving you and you know i'm forgiving you and <laughs> we can now move on with, with bringing a with lot of closure
1: yeah, to you blast. with our friendship
0: yeah yeah you know. <laughs> uh okay uh, It. As a as a as a thirty one year old as a thirty one year old who's seen what he's seen in 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 the PBA and has overcome what you've overcome, you couple that with the fact that, as you said, you've never loved basketball as much as you love it now, and you're in as as good shape as as you've ever been in in your career. Um, What's I guess what's what's the what's the next goal? for you because okay. national team check that championship check that um, um now you're now you're with Hinebra and I true. I've said this a million times. I hope every basketball player in the Philippines gets to
1: play for Hinebra because right. from what I've been told right. it's just a super special experience. Super fun so like I got what's... my I got my blue check because of that. I got my blue check on my Instagram for being on Hanebra. Oh,
0: for being on... Hanabra,
1: thank you very much. You guys are best. Thank you. I feel important <laughs> now. I feel like a somebody. Thanks, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and you got it before you turn thirty-two. But what's what's
1: the next goal now?
0: What, what's what's the next goal for you?
1: Ah, uh, in basketball, like with like, yeah. or in life, or, or okay, um, you know, basketball. Hey, if I could play until I'm forty, that's my goal like efficiently not 40 Mm. barely making it across the finish line right you know being an efficient 40 um I don't know why 40 it just sounds like a cool number to stop at who knows if I stop before or after but it sounds pretty cool to stop at 40 um I guess after basketball I still want to stay connected to it whether that's here in the Philippines on a team or um I'll be having my own little basketball thing career or not career my own little basketball business in Hawaii. Um, the school there, they love me to death, uh, university of Hawaii. i are their big su- success story and I can't do no wrong with them. So they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll do anything I say over there in terms of just helping out and, uh, you know, right. something for the kids or having generalized too much about what I want to do. It's just basketball and just open up a big farm. Out in, out in the sticks somewhere here in the Philippines, and that's it. That's so, it. So,
0: so see, I wasn't completely off.
1: You weren't completely when I, off
0: <laughs> when when I said that we, you know, we'd never see you again. It wasn't because you were going to go back to Hawaii and live on the beach. It's because you're you're living on a farm here and then growing your beard out longer than ever.
1: Absolutely, and then just going from Hawaii to here, farm to Hawaii, farm to that's it
0: and 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 it sounds it sounds like the best life and if there's anyone who's going to be able to find his best life and live his best life and share that best life with the people close to him it's it's got to be you uh and you know i i really appreciate you, you you taking the time to to be here and and talk to us you've you've been one of the most the most uh requested people of uh, for for me to have on the pod i think because really? i think Damn because people i think because people are like hey Go get JD. He's gonna say something he's not supposed to. Like, yeah. It's gonna be fine. Oh, so that's my like, th- that's
1: my thing, huh? <laughs> I was
0: like, um, um, and don't react to this, right? Don't react. Yeah, to it's it. cool, man. I got, I got no. Whatever I'm it. gonna say next, don't react to it. I was okay. like, no. Uh, the way the PBA has been handing out fines and stuff lately, I don't want to put JD in a corner because uh, I don't got money to front that fine. Yeah, no. <laughs> we're, just, we're, just, we're just gonna keep we're it good. safe because I feel like if I ask him, he'll answer. And I was like, hmm. No, don't get fined. That's that's the new rule of the podcast. No.
1: Have don't you got fined, fined yet? Have you got fined for anything? Me? Yeah, yeah. You're good, oh, right? No, no. Yeah, no. So, so, right.
0: so they technically can't, couldn't ever find me because I don't work for the league. Technically, but, right? But um, when I was when I was covering the league, when I was still uh-huh. uh, a TV5 employee, um, I think I think it was mildly. What's that? Sorry for interrupting. There, there's still a code of
1: what you can and can't say. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: for sure, for sure. I think, I think that there was a mild suggestion that hey, maybe he can go on a little bit of a vacation. <laughs> hey, the, the the semifinals are coming up in the finals. Maybe we don't need him on TV, and maybe yeah. we'll see him next conference. We'll I was just... like, you know, I was, I was like, you know what? Fair, fair. Yeah. <laughs> now, after I look back and listen to what I said, fair. You guys, yeah. you guys should be upset. I maybe mean, I should go on. It's go warranted ahead. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe I should have stopped. Maybe I should have stopped talking smack about the Rain or Shine jerseys five years ago. But I haven't yet. But I mean, know. I mean, can I talk
1: crap about those jerseys? Because I mean, I, I listened any- to you and Saul's podcast, and uh, I, you all aren't wrong. Those jerseys had to been like fifteen pounds. Like,
0: <laughs> First of all, first of all, you're one to talk because you guys had the shiny orange miracle jerseys. Yeah, those
1: were nasty, man. Those and things. that
0: they were shiny as heck. You wore them hella baggy. Yeah. Um, nasty. And, and then, and then, and then they changed it out. They changed it out to the, the tamer orange and stuff like that. And then they gave you the blue ones. And I was like, those blue ones are fire. But then, and confirm this if I'm if I'm right or wrong. Yeah, here, you, say. you guys didn't want to wear the blue ones because they were unlucky.
1: Because we kept losing. Yeah. Yeah. Kept losing all those joints, but we look fly, and we were always like, "Damn, damn, we can't wear these. You keep losing. We, I think we went like zero and six. Like it we was. Did. One, it I was, kept track. Yeah. It was bad. We look good though, but damn, we just couldn't get a win, man. And it got <laughs> in coach's head. It got in our heads, and we're just fuck the blue jerseys, man. We're not gonna play with those anymore.
0: Yeah, no, I I I kept trying. If there's a Jersey nerd when it comes to the PBA, like this this is the stuff that I let I I couldn't tell you I couldn't tell you what you what your what your career free throw percentage is, even though I'm a massive JD fan. But I will tell you what your record is on the Blue Maralco jerseys, and it's not good. It's
1: not good. <laughs> it's
0: not, and, and the way you guys lost too is like, oh, they're up eight. They're up eight with three minutes left. I can tune out of this game. I'm good. I can hit the yep. parking. Like I can get out of here early. Check my phone. I was like, "Miracle, L. L. oh my god!" Yeah,
1: so many memories with the blue jerseys. I'm
0: bringing, I'm bringing back PTSD with with, with the blue jerseys. But uh, J- JD, you know, I I I appreciate it. Uh, thanks, thanks for making time. I tried my best not to get you into too much hot water, and for you to not get fined. Um, it's and impossible. you know. <laughs> okay. i appreciate you being extremely <laughs> candid and honest and uh, i wish you only the best things man
1: i appreciate you man and 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 it goes right back to you like i'm really honored to be on your show man i love um hearing stories telling stories anything for the culture for the community for basketball i love this stuff man so keep doing your thing man i, I love it i love what you're doing I love everything about how you carry yourself in the industry man just Keep doing your thing. I love
0: it. It'd be better if I had a beard.
1: But, hey, well, uh, you know, I mean, I wish I had a million dollars, you know, but geez, just something's... See, sad. but no one
0: promised you that, hey, just wait five years, you're gonna get a million dollars.
1: Well, I mean, like your parents told you about Santa Claus and that shit wasn't real too, you know? So, it was just <laughs> a part of growing up that, that you have to realize that... makes that
0: it worse! It makes it worse because I believed in Santa,
1: in Santa as a kid, and that's uh-huh. fine.
0: I believed in you as a grown man.
1: As a know? grown man, 25-year-old. Like, oh, man, I'm not even going to look this up. I'm just believing anything JD says. Hey, guys, <laughs> <The> thing- <laughs> fuck all the scientist stuff with genetics. Uh, JD told me I'm going to grow a beard.
0: That's ha! exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly it because my my mother told me, my mother said, you don't know a single person on either side of the family with a beard no man in both sides of your family has ever grown a beard and i was like jd didn't have a beard to lose 30 i'm only 26 you wouldn't
1: believe this crazy ass big dude that you're gonna grow a beard okay good job on you
0: yeah and and my mom said who's jd i showed him a photo of you and my mom said sure believe him
1: yeah yeah believe that wacko (laughs)
0: It was a game photo with your hair all over oh, the place. Oh, damn. When <laughs> I'm just
1: looking like a mess. Like, I, I mean, I had a method from a madness for all that. I just wanted to look scary. But, man, I look back on it now and I'm just. Ooh. Well,
0: what we've determined is you try to look scary, and the effect on people is he's 27, right? He just turned <laughs> <came> 28. <laughs> right?
1: How's he ever? There? He's like a little kid, still, so,
0: man. Yeah, there, damn. You go. there you go. Ladies we and gentlemen, you. Jared
1: Dillinger on the pod. Thanks a lot, JD. Appreciate you, man. I want a million lives. I want a billion profits when all that I got is a villainous mind. I keep a real in the pocket while you hear the venomous lies. I do not speak like a prophet because I got a million styles. Let's see what's really inside. Pulling over in the whip. Flying out another truck.